Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. My name is Rick Lupert. I'm your host for an hour of open reading. Call in and read a poem. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. We have no content or style restrictions, and we'd love to hear a poem for you. So don't hesitate. Don't be shy. Call in. A few things to tell you before we get to our open readers. First of all, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have human interaction with other people, especially poets. It's cool to interact with other artists. Uh, It's been three months now that we've uh, been under a stay-at-home order. I I realize some places are are opening up a bit, uh, but in some places it's still not really all that safe to do so, and, and life hasn't quite gotten back to normal, and it feels like we're a bit far from that. So it's very cool that we have this opportunity to be with each other, to share art with each other, and just just connect and uh, hear other human voices. So don't hesitate to be one of those voices. The number to call in again is 646-716-7362. A few things I can tell you, uh, some Poetry Superhighway news. First of all, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, we we redesigned our website. It was sort of a soft launch um, in that we didn't tell anyone. We just did it. Uh, we've been working on it for a while. It's uh, it's built uh, on, a, on, a, on a more modern platform, so the website is faster. Um, it should look better on mobile devices, uh, that kind of thing. We haven't heard from anyone since we uh, secretly replaced the old Poetry Superhighway website with the new one, uh, that it broke anything, that anyone's computer or phone exploded, uh, while viewing it, so we think it's in good shape. But uh, if you uh, happen to be at the Poetry Superhighway website at any point and notice that something doesn't work, or you visit it and then your hair falls out, or whatever it might be, send us an email. Let us know if you notice any issues with it, so that way we can help to uh, to alleviate those things and make it better for everyone. Second of all, we're in the middle of uh, collecting sponsors for our 23rd annual Poetry Superhighway poetry contest, which will launch um, early in July. You'll see uh, an email that will go out to our list letting everyone know when, uh, when, it's, when it's out. Um, the cool thing about our contest, uh, besides the fact that you might be able to win, uh, which would mean that you'd win a cash prize and some other stuff as well um, for if you place first through third in our contest, uh, the cool thing is that we give every single person who enters a prize just for entering. And the way that we do that is by asking people, organizations, publications, individuals, etc., to donate prizes to the cause. Um, so far, we have, I think, 111 prizes uh, pledged so far. Um, and our goal is to send every single person who enters the contest a prize just for entering. Uh, so even, uh, even if you don't win the contest, you'll get something just for participating. You can see... Um, all the kinds of things which have been donated by going to our website and under the contest, looking at the prize list for past contests. And then you can sign up to sponsor the contest yourself 
with as little as one book of poetry or one item. Though if you can give more items, that's great too. You just have to agree uh, to uh, send those prizes directly to the contest entrance at the end of the contest. And so when the contest is over, when we announce the winter winners, we will send you um, the contact info for those folks, and then you, you just have to agree to send that stuff out. You have to do it within two weeks, and you have to agree to notify me that you've sent them out so I can keep track of all that and make sure that everyone has what they need. So just go to our website, poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH, and the number one banner image at the top says sponsor the 2020 contest, and you can get all the information there and sign up online. Um, if somehow you find yourself on another page of the website in the main navigation menu, uh, where it says contest, the top drop-down item is sponsor the 2020 contest. I'd love to have you on board with that. Finally, and this is just a thought-provoking question I'd like you to think about. Since uh, we've all gone into quarantine and stay at home, uh, many of us have been participating in many parts of our lives in different kinds of meetings, mostly using Zoom technology. Uh, maybe you uh, maybe you have a job where your in-person meetings have gone to Zoom, where you see people on camera, and uh, it's kind of like being there in person, except it adds the video element, and the, you can share screens and do all kinds of things like that. A number of poetry readings have gone to Zoom, places that are normally at coffee houses or art galleries, uh, have uh, have or other venues, any venue really, um, has have taken their readings online via Zoom, so you can actually still see people and and not even have to leave the house to do it. So we've been doing this reading, this uh, blog talk radio show, for a bunch of years, six, seven, eight years. I don't even know how many it is um, via blog talk radio, and it seems to be it's fine, it's great. It, however, is kind of expensive. Um, it's a few hundred dollars to. Uh, to buy a, a Blog Talk Radio uh, Pro account, which allows me to do our shows once a month. Um, and Zoom is uh, is much cheaper. And because of work and all that, um, um, I actually already have a Zoom account, a Zoom Pro account. Um, and of course, for anyone who wants to participate, uh, Zoom is free. I'm wondering, so think about this, open readers, when you're on hold, if you have a thought on this, would you still be as inclined to participate in this event if we switched over to Zoom? Um, which, of course, adds the video element to it um, and requires you to have a working camera and microphone, etc. Um, so think about that. Let me know your thoughts um, um, if you'd like to when we get you on the air. And I think that's it. I think that's everything I have to tell you. Again, the number to call in if you'd like to participate in the open reading is 646 716 I'm going to get to our uh, first open reader who is a caller from the 806 area code. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Who's this? Hi. Can you hear me okay? I can, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Phoenix. Oh, hey, Phoenix. How's it going? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. Welcome back. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to come back. How's life in your world? Um, it's It's good. Yeah, um, just staying focused on things, on my projects and stuff. Cool. Well, uh, do, you, do you have a poem for us? I do. Um, I will get going on that. It's called Rain. Struggle 
and is this adverse, averse, oppositional verse, or just rain made me wet, made me insane. Such thoughts of self-stigma, politic anima, animating my non-existence reign. Everything is a storm within, nothing outside the scope, or just plastic manufactured hope. I invented this crack in my heart, cocaine sin in, made me broken again. My self-dogma, I doubt any stigma. I doubt anything is true, especially the most extreme form. The sky isn't blue, but black and bruised. It's been a dark wrath path I didn't choose. The rain, the rain in, rain. I am lost within anyway again, and maybe I shouldn't care rain. The rainwater makes me sweat, makes me dead and unclean. My metaphors aren't clean. The rainwater washes me away again. The rain, hurricane, makes me lose everything rain, makes me rainwater again. I blame the rain. I blame the storm. I'm wet dead again with stiff formalities and stiff rigor mortis. Maybe there's nothing I can do then. Rain, rain. It's raining again. I don't like it. I don't like the storm. My thoughts take on a poor form. What is the storm doing to me? That's cool, Phoenix. Thank you for uh, thank yeah. you for sharing that with us. I, I liked the uh, the extra intonation you were doing on the on the rain words, and it made me just imagine rain coming down at sort of that speed. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I was hoping if it'd be possible to make an announcement. Please. Uh, so I did come out with two books recently through Hybrid Sequence Media. Uh, separation healing, which I think Donald had posted on the on the website, and then um, another book called Rogue, which is available for Kindle, and soon and is available for paperback. And so I'm excited about both of those, and I can give you my uh, author page address as well. Go for it. Okay, so it would be Amazon.com/author/phoenix_rises. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna. I'm going to check that out um, again, and I'm going to I'm going to post a link to it uh, in in uh, as a comment to this uh, event's post, so other people can easily and quickly um, uh, check more out from you and see your new books. And congratulations on all that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad did I got that the happen? today. Yeah, me too. It, did Did the book come out? Um, did these books come out since we last spoke last month? Um, so they came out in May. So I feel like I had called right when they were barely coming out. Now they're, they're, uh, they're, they're still newborns. Yes, a month exactly. old. Like they've been out. Yeah. A month old. Exactly. Not so. quite walking yet, but, uh, but almost there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do books, do books age at a different speed than, than human babies? Do you think? Um, I mean, I wonder. I mean, I always see books as eternal, you know, like they're probably not eternal literally, but like in terms of like them being present on the page, like I feel like that's forever. Gotcha. So it's more of a baby Yoda situation where it's just they, they <laughs> might appear, they might appear young for, for decades. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, Phoenix, congratulations on that. Thanks for calling in and participating in today's show. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. Take it easy. That was uh, Phoenix Rises calling from from uh, Utah, I believe. Um, moving on, our the number to call in if you'd like to call in and read a poem is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Our next caller is from the seven zero five area code. Hello. 
Good afternoon, Rick. How are you doing today, bud? I'm good. How's it going with you? Uh, we're we're all staying heads above water, and um, we're slowly getting back to normal. Slowly, and um, crossing your fingers and seeing what happens with the future. That's that's I guess the best that we can do right now, huh? I think that's the the highest expectation we can have right now, Rick, because the future is a very big question mark right now. So. Cool. Well, yeah, agreed. Not not cool, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, but um, but uh, at least we still have poetry and each other, right? You are the voice of interaction, Rick. You you are the line that links up every other, you know, like parallel line connection for having that little bit of humanism that that's left in the world where we can seem like we're somewhat normal. Well, that's a that's a big compliment. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to parse and take in. Um, so thank you for that, and uh, let's hear your poem. Okay, buddy. Uh, it's called What Lies in Front. It's never too late to turn a page, to change a leaf, to start over. We have many dimensions, so much to learn about ourselves. For if I had three wishes, one would be for peace throughout all universes, as there's more than the one we're in. I would then seek an unconditional love, to spread its wings, then ascend to my third and final request, that each could realize their purpose within to live this destined path, to grasp with gentleness to push through these walls that hold us back from reaching our potential. As in life we're given such obstacles, in the same breath, the tools with, with which to use to one day overcome this adversity to find our inner light, let it shine upon what has always been near, so close yet so far, until we come to know who it is that we are. When this day dawns, we come out from behind with the knowledge in hand to comprehend what lies in front and poem. Fantastic, Alex. Thank you for sharing that with us. Very welcome, Rick. And it's really, um, with my third book that came out, now I was checking online last week. And, I mean, of course you can't, with you, I mean, it's helping me promote them because then I take your your your, your line from, from where it's available after the show today and, and I send that connection on to all my friends and on the Facebook and it keeps them active and up to date as to a little bit of what I'm doing. So um, you, you are that connection, Rick. You are an amazing resource, and um, you are a dear friend. So I was checking online, right, in the last week, and now Amazon has gone on to make it available not only at Amazon.ca and Amazon.com, but it's also available like now at Amazon.mx, Amazon.fr for France. It's it's amazing. And then this place, Rick, 
be, be, because of, of your, your background, you will love this one. This, um, this book site called fishpond.com, but it's available in different countries. But the one that's taken me on that's got there right now, if you go to fishpond.il, which stands for Israel, I think I sent you the link. And if you Google my last name, up comes two of my poetry books. And how, how they ended up finding it and putting it on there, I don't know. But I sure as heck appreciate it more than anything else in the whole wide world because they're helping me promote my book. And I didn't do anything for them in the first place. But, I mean, thank you so much for doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. We we live in a time where where there's there's great technology which makes this stuff accessible to everyone, and so it's it's not hard to get uh, your book placed in all the places uh, that that are that make it available to anyone who wants it, almost anywhere in the world. So I'm I'm glad that's working out for you, Alex. Absolutely, my friend. All right, cool. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go and get on to some other callers. But good to hear your voice, and uh, congratulations again. Thanks, buddy. Take care, and uh, peace and love to everybody. You too. All right, that was Alex from uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Canada, just north of uh, just north of the uh, of the city of the same name in Michigan, in the United States of America. All right, uh, our next caller is from the let's see nine zero three area code. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm Little Gary from Texas. Hey, Little Gary. Welcome back. Welcome. Thank you so much. How's life to be been here. with you this last month? Oh, man, it's been good. Uh, still working every day uh, and uh, uh, hoping to have met a rich woman by now, but I got my fingers crossed. Uh, it's going to happen any day. I'm combing my hair and smelling good. It's going to work. Those are uh, those are things we ask our son to do every every day, so it's it's working for him. Oh, absolutely. My son's 21 and just moved back home, so he's going to hear a lot of stuff that Daddy's saying, even if he don't want to. <laughs> there you go. Well, what do you got for us today? Man, I got a good one for y'all. Y'all going to love this one. Uh, uh, this one, I call it, uh, It Matters to Me. If you're crazy as me, or if you're mad as a hatter, if you're a pitcher or a catcher, or if you're like me, a damn home run hitting batter, if you work at a dead-end job like I do or you're climbing a corporate ladder, if you're skinny or like little Gary is at 43 and you're getting damn fatter, if you're a sinner like I am or if you're a saint but just a little bit badder, if you got it all together or if you got it like I do where everything is kept but it's always so scattered, if you live on a bumpy dirt road in East Texas or you live in the big city on one that's much straighter and flatter, if you're really quiet and tame or if you're like me because I'm a wild cat. If, if love keeps you low every day like I am or maybe even much sadder. If your life is paved with gold streets or like mine that's full of dead ends that's making you matter. If you eat your spam on a paper plate like I do or you eat yours on a silver-ass platter. If you're tan like I am or you're white or you're black or you're yellow or you're pink. Or you're not a color at all, just a damn splatter. If you keep your opinions to yourself, or you're like me and be a part of all of the chatter, whoever in the hell you are, I want you to know this, that our world could be a whole lot better if you was like me and believe that everyone's life, it doesn't matter. End point. 
Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I kind of got stuck on, on the idea of spam on a paper plate um, there. Uh, it's, my mind started to wander and, and imagine what that would be like. Um, I'm a vegetarian, by the way, so I, I don't think I'll ever know. But um, it just was such an interesting Nobody uh, image. Nobody knows what's in spam. Nobody knows what's in spam. Don't worry. I probably it's probably not even me. They're just saying it is. So don't worry. It's all good. <laughs> Nobody knows. You're saying I could probably just have some as a vegetarian. Uh, no, sir. I respect your beliefs, and if you're a vegetarian, and I've seen that deal on deal, it's, it's good for you either way. It's different proteins. It's good, man. It's how you live your life. I love that. Be you. Hell yeah. I wouldn't want you to eat no, no meat. It's just because I'm cooking some some bacon and stuff in the morning. I just believe a little different, but I love your way too. No, I didn't. I didn't mean that. I I get that. I meant you. It sounded like you were saying that there's probably not even meat in spam. So I was just trying to see maybe it's a vegetarian item. Uh, yeah, is, is we don't you, know. They won't discuss that with us. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to know. No one's ever going to know. So it's it's a gamble. Yeah, it's just spam. Until we start seeing an animal run around, it's called spam. Then we'll get worried. We'll say, dang, that's where in the hell they're getting that from. Come here, boy. <laughs> the fresh killed spam. Like, uh, it's free range. Absolutely. Well, Gary, uh, um, good to hear your poem. You, you want to sh- uh, throw us your website uh, uh, before I let you go? Oh, absolutely, man. You can find me on allpoetry.com. It's under Little Gary 76, but it's L I L Gary. That's just the way my great grandmother spelt it on my first haircut that I have in the envelope. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, man, check me out. I, I got a book that I self published on Kindle uh, and all of that world of poems. But uh, it, you, anybody, you can self-publish a book on Eating Babies or something. So it's really not nothing big yet. I want to get published by a real publisher and everything. So uh, I tell people, man, check me out. Man, I got something. It's pretty good. On all posts. Cool. Great. Well, I just posted a link to uh, to you at, at, at All Poetry in the in the Facebook group um, under this event. So I hope people check you out. And um, thanks Good. for thanks I'm for calling listening. back. You are absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you so much. Sir. Be safe. Thank you. Thank you, Gary. Call in again, okay? Absolutely. All right. That was that was a uh, little Gary calling from Texas. Uh, you can check him out. Uh, at allpoetry.com slash littlegary76. That's um, L-I-L-Gary76. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, number for you to call in is area code 646-716-7362. If you do have a, a comment, I, I, sh- I don't want to put anyone on the spot. I'm going to ask you a question you don't care about. I, I am curious if if this went to a, a Zoom format, if you would still participate in it or if you prefer this uh, radio format that we've been doing. Let us know if you've got an opinion on that. Um, let's see. Um, our next caller is from the 573 area code. Hello. Hey, Rick. How's it going? It's going good. This is Randall, uh, editor of Sparks of Calliope magazine. Uh, yeah. Hey, Randall. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, you were mentioning the Zoom uh, platform, uh, but uh, in the May there, I got to uh, participate in a Poetry Symposium over Zoom. It was it was pretty neat. It's usually held in person uh, in New York City, but since the COVID stuff, uh, it was, went online, and I was able to uh, be a featured speaker there. And that was that was uh, I enjoyed it. So yeah, I, I would I would be happy to participate in that way. Okay, well, good. That's uh, so far one vote. <laughs> 
in any direction um, is, yeah, do it. Okay, so that's good to know. Um, okay, Randall, thank you for that. Um, uh, let's hear your poem. Okay, this is called uh, – this is a sustina, and I've, I've managed to make it rhyme. So it's called Reconnaissance pour l'esprit de corps. I still recall those days of marching bands when bonded by a fierce esprit de corps, we stepped in time and played into the stands. Not holding back, we left them wanting more. They came to see each small town halftime show, what seems to me a lifetime long ago. What seems to me a lifetime long ago, we'd test our skills against the other bands. Our heads held high with such esprit de corps, we'd send our melodies into the stands. No marching band has ever given more than ours when we, when we performed our polished show. When we performed our polished marching show so many times, so many years ago, we held our own among the many bands and rode the high of our esprit de corps. Combined with all the cheering from the stands, the feeling always left us wanting more. That feeling always left us wanting more, returning to us during every show. But that was such a long, long time ago, back in those days of school and marching bands, when teamwork brought us such esprit de corps, rewarding us from, with cheering from the stands. But now there's no more cheering from the stands. We've all moved on in search of something more. Some hope we'd have a little more to show for lives which started all those years ago, with days were filled with school and marching bands, and we were filled with much esprit de corps. Now others share the same esprit de corps and march in time and play into the stands. We never see each other anymore. Reunions pass, but many never show. Though bound together briefly long ago by learning by lessons learned in school and marching bands. Esprit de corps is why in marching bands we'd stand up straight, chins up for every show, and leave them wanting more those years ago. When I was first introduced to the Sistina form, it was described by the te teacher at the time as a form of literary torture. Um, do, you, do you find it easy to write Sistina? Well, was that it even is my harder only one. So it was kind of it was it was uh, more difficult than other forms. Was it more? I, was I, it even I, more difficult adding rhyme to it, or uh, did that help uh, you? <laughs> Well, this one just kind of seemed to go together. I mean, I don't know I, if you were just kind of writing one from scratch and it didn't, you know, flow together. It might be harder. Uh, this one wasn't too bad. Um, if I'm going to just out of the blue choose a, you know, a poetic form to write in, I, I don't think that would be my first choice. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's cool that you you did it. I think that uh, you know the the more that we try new things, it helps us understand whether those things are for us or not, rather than just simply writing them off or not trying them at all. You know, I mean, when, the more we expose ourselves to different kinds of poetry, um, it helps us learn uh, what we like and what we don't like. And that just uh, further uh, deepens our own poetic voice. Right. I mean, I'm I'm happy with the way that one turned out, but like I said, it'd have to be something that just kind of fell together, um, you know, to do it in that form again. Well, there you go. Well, well done. Uh, thanks for the for uh, thanks for that. Um, do, anything you want to anything going on you want to let us know about in poetry? Well, uh, like I said, I'm the editor of uh, Sparks of Calliope magazine, and uh, we're going strong. We, uh, you know, we run a poem about every three days. Um, so we take any forms, uh, rhyming or not, um, and uh, it's uh, been a, it's almost a year old. It was a, I think it started this last June. So, 
So this is, uh, or no, sorry, last July. It was last July, the beginning of July when we started Sparks Calliope. So it's it's approaching its one year anniversary, and uh, and yeah, you can uh, submit to it, um, you know, on the website sparkscalliope.wordpress.com. So. Fantastic, and I I posted a link to that as well um, under under this event in the Poetry Superhighway Facebook group. Um, but thanks for uh, saying it out loud in case people aren't on the internet right now <laughs> for some reason. That makes no sense. I'm sorry, um, Randall. It's good to hear your voice again, and uh, and uh, and we'll talk with you again. Yep. Good to talk to you, Rick. All right. Take it easy. That was uh, Randall from Sparks of Calliope uh, magazine. One vote for, yeah, I'd do Zoom from Randall. Uh, So that's all the data I have so far, ladies and gentlemen. All right. uh, Before we get to the rest of our callers, we're just about at the halfway mark. And so um, as promised, as we do um, every month when we have something to play, um, we we play spoken word tracks. So I'm going to play... A, um, a track I received uh, after putting out a call for submissions for just such things from Maria Catapotis from Los Angeles. This is her poem, Not a Big Deal. Never felt I belonged anywhere. Never did. Never will. Maybe that's a good thing. Not a big deal. They say I'm a troublemaker. At, At least I'm not a faker. Never felt I belonged anywhere. Never did. Never will. Maybe that's a good thing. Not a big deal. You have to be different, unoriginal. What's the use of being a part of a pack when no one's at your back? Never felt I belonged anywhere. Never did. Never will. Maybe that's a good thing. Not a big deal. They say I'm a weirdo. I'm a loner. I'm a stoner, not a conformer. Never felt I belonged anywhere. Never did. Never will. Maybe that's a good thing, not a big deal. That sounded really cool to me, ladies and gentlemen. That was the poem, Not a Big Deal, from Los Angeles area musician and poet Maria Catapotis. Uh, Maria, sorry if I'm mispronouncing your last name. And if I'm not, then yay, I did it right. Um, Let me know, will you? Um, I don't, um, Maria didn't send a lot of information or notes about this particular track, so I don't have a lot to tell you besides that she's a poet, a musician from Los Angeles. So um, I will uh, let the poem stand for itself and uh, let you know that I thought it sounded really cool. I love the drums in the background. I love the slight echo on it. I love the the way that she read it as well. It just sounded cool to me. Um, And I hope you enjoyed it as well. And with that, I'd like to invite you to submit poetry spoken word tracks for me to consider playing here on Poetry Superhighway Live. That's something I'd be able to do on Zoom as as well. Um, maybe we can even expand it to, uh, say, poetry videos of a certain length as well. We could include if we went to Zoom. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but in the meantime, um, if you have a spoken word track, uh, and what I mean by that is something like you just heard. It's not just a straight reading period, because if it's a straight reading, you could just call in and read. It's something where you've added extra sound elements. It could be music. It could be sound effects. And the other thing that I'll take is uh, if it's a live recording of you reading in front of an audience where the audience's reactions, their laughter, their applause, however they're reacting, becomes that extra element of the recording that that makes it different from you just doing a straight reading here on the show. So if you've got something like that, send me the MP3 file. 
um, or files if you've got more than one at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. Attach them to an email. Um, don't send me a link to listen to things somewhere else on the web because I'm just going to write you back and say, hey, send me the MP3s. Um, that's that's the only way I'll have what I need to be able to actually use them if I if I want to. So again, if you've got something like that, or if you want to create something like that, which would be a cool thing to do, I love the idea that maybe you've never done this before, but the fact that that this segment exists might inspire you to create something like that. Um, that's a really cool thing to do as well. Again, just email to me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com. We play a different spoken word track, the half hour mark of this show every single month. All right, moving on to the uh, second half of our reading today. The number to call in if you'd like to uh, uh, get on the air and read a poem is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 828 hey, area code. Hi. Hey, Rick. This is L.B. Sedlacek in North Carolina. Hey, L.B. Sedlacek in North Carolina. How are you? I'm doing well. I I did a book signing last week because they've opened up things here a little bit. And yeah, I have to say it's the first one I've ever done wearing a mask. <laughs> and I sold more books than ever. So there's the secret tip for the day. It, it's uh, it's uh, You're adding a mystery to, should we buy this book? What's inside? I don't know. She's wearing a mask. I bet there's some deep mysteries we could uncover if we get the book. It, it makes sense. It It really worked well, so... Maybe I should always wear a mask. <laughs> I don't know. I, if you do a, another reading, I guarantee you it won't be the last time uh, you uh, you you wear a mask. I mean, we're we're talking about this. You know, my wife's a teacher, and she, you know they're talking about in the fall. Uh, you know, one of the ways to bring people back is to make is everyone's going to be wearing masks in the classrooms. You know, and it's probably going to be that way until there's a a vaccine uh, that that we can all get and and it'll be a while before we're we're maskless out in the world. Yeah, I th- I think it will be a while. So um doesn't look like there's that's going to end anytime soon. So cuz the more they've opened things up here, then our numbers have started to rise. So I, I imagine yep. they might scale things back again. But I don't know. <laughs> that's not my call. <laughs> It's not, but uh, I wish it was, because uh, I th- think you're a person of sensibility, a good sensibility, and you would, you would make it right for all of us. I don't I mean to put try. that responsibility on you, but I appreciate the... Uh... All right, uh, LB, let's hear your poem. Okay, I've got a couple, two short ones. These are from my poetry book, Welcome to Ash Vegas, Asheville Poems. A lot of people have heard of Asheville, North Carolina, and the big house there. So this first, first one's called Wicked Liquid. But- before you start, with, let's just let's just do yeah. let's just do one because I have a lot of callers and I want to make sure oh, we get okay. everyone. So I, I only give folks one poem and I don't want to anyone feel slighted if you end up having two there. So pick pick the one you really oh, want to read. Fine. Okay, I'm going to read this one. It's called Wicked Liquid. It's after the place called Wicked Ale, which is uh, downtown Asheville. It's called All Kinds of Gruel Will Make You Drool Up and Downtown. Just follow the sounds. Pass the before eye wall and wonder why. Find a good seat, then enjoy and repeat. Couscous and appetizers, enjoy none the wiser. Have fun in town, listen for the sounds. Find a good seat, enjoy and repeat, repeat. Homemade ales and drinks, relax, de-stress, don't think. Well, now I know what I'm going to do after this reading. (laughs) It's a cool place. I'm going to get myself a... Go ahead. 
No, you go ahead. I was going to say I'm going to get myself a wicked ale or just be wicked. I'm not sure, but it sounds delightful. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty popular place, as you might imagine. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Do they brew it right there in Asheville? Yeah, they do brew it there. There's a, um, a rather active downtown area, and so they have several of these breweries, but that, that one seems to be one of the most popular ones. And there's also a taco place called Duck Tacos, which I'm a vegetarian too, so I don't know if they put duck in the tacos, but it's quite popular as well. <laughs> <laughs> or if just ducks frequent the place. You know, you don't know. It's, it's yeah, I don't be- know. Like duck food tacos it just you know doesn't slide off the tongue as well. I'm a fan of ducks, so I might I might head there. I haven't been to North Carolina, um, and uh, it's definitely a place that we want to check out. And it sounds cool. Well, LB, yeah. um, great to hear your poem today. Um, yeah, I do, I do that other reading, that Zoom reading for the uh, the Cobalt reading that where you get to do two poems. It's a different format and such so oh, I probably yeah. got confused on that on that with the one versus two but um uh I appreciate you calling in I appreciate you being a part of this this reading and of Poetry Superhighway in general you, you got a website or something you want to throw out quickly yeah I've got my website www.lbsidlachek.com and I just want to say I really have enjoyed listening to this today you know Phoenix read about rain it's getting ready to storm here and then uh, little Gary and the spam, which I before I was vegetarian, I have had spam and you know, nobody knows what's in it. So this has been fun. So thank you for doing it. <laughs> my pleasure. Yeah, uh, I you know spam. I think got on my radar when Monty Python uh, uh, made it famous with their song. But uh, uh, so it, it just it feels like it's a silly food. I don't know. You know that's it's, whenever I think of that, I just think oh spam 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 spam. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Great to hear your voice. Sam and Ale. Yeah. There we go. And uh, report back to us on, on duck tacos and let us know what it is. I will do that. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye. It was uh, LB Sedlacek calling from Asheville, North Carolina. Always good to hear from LB. Moving on, our next caller is from right here in the 818. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. Who's this? This is Radomir, Rick. Long time no here. How's it going, my friend? Oh, hey, Radomir. Do, doing doing well. Hey. How are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. I'm using this coronavirus time to put out two uh, poetry collections. I have publishers. I'm also uh, directing, writing, uh, acting in, and producing a short film, SAG AFTRA. And uh, maybe the thing I'm most interested about or most excited about. I'm uh, co-writing a screenplay for my father's last book. He was uh, he fought in the underground uh, resistance in World War II, and his last book was called The Hitler Kiss. It was about his experiences in World War II, and I'm co-writing a screenplay of that book. So, uh, you know, I'm using this time very creatively. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, if if you have the time, you might as well do all the amazing things that you're doing. That sounds like quite a lot of really cool uh, activities and uh, and things that are keeping you busy and and immersed in art while stuck at home. Yeah, it's time to do the things that you always wanted to do. That's how I see it. Yeah. Cool. Well, you you got a poem for us? Yeah, yeah. It's about this coronavirus. It's called uh, Porcelain Plague. Caressed with gentle hands by tender lands like a flower, we never attacked it. 
took it apart or ransacked its living room and torpedoed its cellar. We behaved like invited guests, saying hello and thank you when instructed and sipping from the correct wine glass when so told. Where was our purpose, our mission? Why were we not more aggressive? We should have blitzkrieged the virus and asked questions later. Instead, we were kind and polite, and now we hang corpses wrapped in body bags out of refrigerated trucks in Times Square. The boulevard to death is jackhammered by roses and rouge. That's it. That's great, Radimir. Really good poem, good reading. You're you're a great uh, writer and reader. It's always good to hear hear your work. You too, and I really appreciate you putting this on. I mean, you're a real uh, instigator and a real for uh, change and for the beauty of the art and for the also the commerce of it. And you seem to do a great job of marrying the two. So I think uh, you know, uh, not just Los Angeles, but the whole country is happy to have you. Take charge like you do. Ha! <laughs> you just made me feel like I'm in charge of the country. I'm not sure I want that responsibility, but um, uh, I, I suppose no, I couldn't do it first. Just not the country, okay. just, just poetry. Just the poetry part of it? Okay. There's probably some yeah. people better qualified than, than me to even be in charge of that, but I, it is the mission of the Poetry Superhighway to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible, so that's why I do all this stuff to uh, just put put people's poetry on other people's radar. That's, that's the whole idea. Um, and to keep, keep the, uh, the art alive and, and on everyone's radar. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Well, you do that. You do it with a lot of passion and a lot of, uh, commitment. Thank you. Do you, do you have a website or anything people can check out? Yeah, real fast. Cause when I get other people, uh, I write uh, theater reviews too. So I'll give you the website that I have my theater reviews on. It's at the theater, T H E A T R E with Radomir com. That's as simple as that. Um, let me, I'm going to get this exactly at the theater with Radomir com. It's, it's, it's theater R E or E R. R E T H E A T R E. Got it. Okay. I'm posting uh, that link right now um, on, on Facebook under the, uh, um, under this event's posting so people can check it out. Um, and uh, I hope you get some visitors. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for all you do for poetry and for the written and spoken word. It's really overwhelming and it really, it must take you a lot of time and a lot of effort. And I just, we all thank you really do. We've been doing it for years and I want to thank you. And I'll get to one of your books soon. I've never read one of your books, but I will. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. Good to hear your voice. And, uh, and you call too. God again, bless. Okay? Good to see you soon. Take care. I will. God bless you. Take care. Okay. You too. It was uh, Radimir Luza calling right here from Southern California here in the San Fernando Valley. He runs a reading series uh, in uh, in North Hollywood as well every month. That's that's probably on hold at the moment because of the uh, – the virus, et cetera, but um, he's been doing that for a long time um, as well. So, all right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, our next caller is from the, let's see, the 858 area code. Hello, 858. Hi, this is Janice in 858. Nice to see be there. We've been on before, and before we go ahead, I vote for Zoom. 
Okay, good. Thank you. That's two for Zoom and several other non-voters. Janice, where are you, where are you calling in from? From La Jolla. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Also, another uh, California uh, caller on the line. Well, it's great to hear your, hear your voice. Um, I got you down for Zoom uh, voting, and um, and uh, I'm going to try to figure out if, they, if that's the way we should go. I mean, you got a poem for us? Yes, I do. <clears throat> this is in in relation to the coronavirus, like, like some of the others have had. It's called The Eyes Have It, E-Y-E-S. Masked, what secrets they hide. Eyes are all that's seen. Beyond them, we cannot peer inside. A life being lived, or what might have been. Some eyes smile, some have tears. Some downcast in this ghost parade, marching six feet apart, looking straight ahead, behind the mask. Surgical, homemade. My eyes are in this ghost parade, a smile behind my shield to hide my fears, and the eyes can say, to this virus, I will not yield. Um, and, and I just came out with my first self-published book of poems called Words Bursting in Air, and I think you've listed my site, which is www. Janice's Jottings One dot com. I think you've listed it in the past, but I'm giving it to you again. Janice's so Jottings One, the number one. Yes. Dot com, uh, and it's Janice J A N I C E. Got it. I uh, I am posting a, a link to that right now um, in in the in on Facebook, so people can visit it if they if they would like to. Um, your book, um, is, is it available on uh, Amazon, Words Versing in Air? No, no, it's self-published. It's just available through me. So if people contact me through my website, I'll be able to get it to them. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of the cool things about some of these on-demand publishers like Ingram Spark and and uh, Kindle Direct Publishing is, is without paying literally any money, you can self-publish your book and it will be available through those channels as well. So it's something to look into. Uh, you know, right. it's, uh, it, it just, you, you make a book in pretty much the same way and that, that they, they distribute it and then eventually put money in your bank account when people buy it. So um, uh, it's, it's something to look into uh, for anyone who's interested. I've done that with the, uh, a lot of books and help people do that. So if anyone has any questions on that, I'm, I'm happy, but otherwise definitely head to Janice's jottings, one.com where you can check out her book and, and her poetry, etc. And, uh, and uh, that's where you can, you can find her book words versing in air. Uh, Janice, thank you so much for calling in today. Thanks. Thanks for what you're doing. My pleasure. Good to hear your voice. Thank you. Okay, everyone, that was a Janice from uh, um, Southern, Southern California, La Jolla, California, uh, reading from her book, uh, Words Versing in Air. All right, I've got three callers left right now. I think we can get all of you in in the, in the little bit less than 15 minutes we have left. We might even be able to squeeze in one or two more, depending on, well, depending on how it all goes. So if you want to try, it's 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the... 205 area code. Hi. 
It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Quoting Charles Dickens, because what we read about in those books, we're living through. Who would have known? I never would have thought that in my age. Also, it brings to mind, uh, we're living in neo Victor Hugo times. This is uh, makes me think of uh, his works of the 19th century and the revolutions and Les Miserables. Uh, this is Michael from Birmingham. How are you doing? I'm good, Michael. Hi. Uh, I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, all things considered, as well as I could possibly be. All lives you? matter. All lives matter. Each creation of the Our Father. The heights above the weathering. Heaven. Heaven. The haven of the humane. There. All the colors appear clear. No pigment. No dyes. Rick, get to those other colors. I know they want to talk and they wouldn't have called in. Talk to you later. See you next month. Okay, Michael. Thank you so much. Have a good one. That was uh, Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, being, uh, uh, being brief as usual with with his words. Thank you for calling in. Michael, if you would like to call in, the number is 646-716-7362. We're taking your votes on whether we should we we you would still participate in this reading um, if we did it via Zoom, if that's still accessible to you. Um, Our next caller is from the 510 area code 510. Hi. Hi, hi, Rick. This is the Moshegoyan, John (laughs) Hagelberg. Hi, Don. And I'm here to say thank you for the effort in setting up the radio program or whatever it will become, the time in broadcasting it, and the smile of satisfaction which follows the broadcast. And the poem I'm going to do is titled The Hunger Addiction of Poetry. I have caught the acne of poetry, it breaks out in white peaks between the itch of my thoughts, but only when I scratch the scribble that writes. Then it erupts on the face of my heels, collapse in white ink, pox in my pink farm flesh. I burst out in laughter of literature when I recite or stand up spot-eyed in righteousness. Ashamed, I hide my poems under salves until they curdle like protein without the ability to live and drink in a share of the waters of suffering. Righteousness oozes from the argument of my salad. Tomato, spinach, jicama, cucumber, and celery. Without cheese, me no taste to my mouthfuls. Instead, I crave to swallow up all the flavors ever had. 
end poem. Thank you. Don, thank you. I uh, the way you said celery was so ominous. I I think I'm I'm now frightened of that particular vegetable. Mm. <laughs> I think I think you've been you've been taken over by a celery monster is, is is what I'm getting here. How is life for you up in Northern California? Um, it's getting to its end, and I appreciate that very much. So I'm preparing for my end, and uh, and hope others can do that too when that time comes to them. So I'll see you later on, one way or another. Well, I certainly bye, hope bye. so, and I and I and I hope that uh, the end takes its time uh, arriving. Um, but it sounds like you you've got uh, uh, you're doing what you can to to deal with the inevitability of that. And um, I applaud you being so so brave, uh, 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 if not cavalier, about uh, about uh, speaking about that in in that way um, with us this afternoon. Chuckling, if not chortling. Well, Don, I've always appreciated you for living, my friend. My pleasure. You as well. Thank you for being uh, a participant in our show, and and I hope to hear from you again next week. That was Don A. Hagelberg, who was calling in from Berkeley, California, uh, reading an ominous poem in which celery uh, uh, quite possibly is going to come to get us. Um, Thank you, Don. Very much appreciate that. Um, If you'd like to call in, the number is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 502 area code. Hello. Hello. Revolution Revolt by Frog Corpse. The city is on fire, and there's no driver at the wheel. The streets run wild with innocent blood. Tear gas tears the lungs of May, and everyone is screaming for June. We stand united to indifference, though divided by opinion. Yet somehow, our president is at a podium, dangling on strings, advocating the killing of looters and hate speech, and his coddled hands wave toward Gestapo-like assistance, pushing a militant slaughterhouse of fear, showing his true colors of tyranny. His wish is for a hail of gunfire while watching Twin Cities burn, and into these nights America yells, Black Lives Matter. People parade towards the halls of justice, burning its flags, condemning murderers who walk free. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Voice your persecutions. Vie for prosecution. Our 50 states in the world can feel you. As lockdowns lift, so too will black voices. They will thunder throughout the valleys, raining down what's been needed in this oppressive drought, flooding the walls of this pandemic depression. The scales of justice have tilted one-sided for far too long. White Americans, throw up your hands and say, I can't breathe. Black Americans, march loud with your lion hearts thumping. Raise your banners and scream, no justice, no peace. The hand of King Louis the Sixteenth is on the chopping block again, and there will be no bargain. This retribution must be done swiftly. If this flawed system draws out these cries as our nation has done in the days before, hell will walk where so many have been chained. Time does not wake 
to make history. There is no slow process for freedom nor for justice. We, the people, will take it. Enough to the failed systems of old. Things will change. Citizens will make them. Whose streets? Our streets. This is how you revolt. An incredibly powerful poem, uh, Frog Corpse, uh, and very well read. Uh, thank you so much for writing that and for uh, sharing that with us. Thank you, sir. You have a good evening. Before I let you go, is there anything uh, you want to let us know that's going on in your poetry world? You got a website or anything like that? Nope. You can just reach me by looking uh, up my name, Frog Corpse. I feel that this time is uh, uh, improper to shamelessly promote in a capitalistic way when there's too much turmoil in America right now. But thank you, Mr. Rick. No problem. Fair enough. Uh, keep keep fighting the fight for us. Um, I appreciate it, and um, we'll talk to you again. Yes, sir. That was uh, Frog Corpse calling in from Louisville, Kentucky, uh, closing out our open reading today with a powerful poem about uh, about well you know what it's about it's about it's about today it's about now it's about it's about out there um, and injustice and 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 what what's happening and what we're all trying to to deal with um, amidst pandemic um, on top of it all so thanks for thanks for that voice and those words all right ladies and gentlemen I want to thank everyone for participating in today's show um, uh, thank you to Phoenix from Utah. Um, Alex from uh, Canada, little Gary from Texas, uh, Randall from Sparks of Calliope. I forgot to remind myself where Randall uh, lives, so I'm going to assume that Sparks of Calliope is a geographical location where he lives. Uh, Maria from Los Angeles for sending in that spoken word track. Um, LB uh, from Asheville, North Carolina. Radimir from, uh, uh, I think, North Hollywood, California. Janice from La Jolla, San, uh, California, right outside of San Diego. Michael from Birmingham, Alabama. Don Hagelberg from uh, Berkeley, California. And Frog Corpse from Louisville, Kentucky for calling in and uh, giving us really a very full and rich uh, hour of poetry today. Our next show is going to be on uh, July 12th. This is going to be a special um, show. We will have started our poetry contest by then, and it will be a conversation with our three poetry contest um, judges. I'm not confident. Uh, I don't know if that may be the first one. We just try on Zoom to see if that's the way to go uh, before we move our open reading to that format. Um, there's a lot of things to, to kind of think about um, before I uh, make a decision about whether we're doing that, but it's possible that that will happen. But uh, that's July 12th in some format or another, whether it's here on Blog Talk Radio or Zoom, the information and link will be made available to you, and it will be a conversation with our poetry contest judges. Don't forget that you can uh, sponsor our poetry contest. Go to poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH and click on that um, for anything that you donate and are willing to send to contest entrance after the contest is over, you'll get an, a classified ad, which goes out in our weekly newsletter. You'll get listed as a sponsor, etc. So it's a pretty cool deal. Our next open reading will be on August 9th. Um, and that's it, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. Um, visit our website, poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH. And everyone stay safe and healthy out there. Bye.